today's Leading Women episode 328 with the wonderful Barbara Stani. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Barbara Stani. Barbara Stani is a leading authority on women and wealth at barbarastani.com. She is on a mission to revolutionize women's relationship with money. As a best-selling author, sought-after speaker, workshop facilitator, wealth coach, and coach trainer, Barbara teaches, inspires, motivates, and empowers women to take control of their finances by making more money and managing it wisely. Barbara has appeared on numerous national and regional television and radio programs to spread her message of financial empowerment for women. This include Good Morning America, The View, Power Lunch on CNBC, Money Matters on CNN, Your World with Neil Cavuto, and The O'Reilly Report, both on Fox News Channel, just to name a few. So women of the world, Miss Barbara Stani, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Barbara, I really love what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and attack about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind Niche? In, in, in order to tell you about my business, I need to tell you about my life. Because if anyone had told me like 20 years ago, that I would be helping women with money, I would have laughed in their face. Seriously, laughed in their face. I grew up wealthy. My father was the R of H&R Block. And the only advice he ever gave me about money was don't worry. And that was great. I love that advice. I didn't understand money. But it turns out my husband was a compulsive gambler. He gambled almost my whole fortune away. And after our divorce, he, I got a million dollars in tax bills for back taxes. My ex didn't pay for illegal deals. He was in, and my signature was on everything because I just didn't want to deal with money. And my ex had left the country. I did not have a million dollars. My father wouldn't lend it to me. I had three children. One was just a baby. I was not going to raise those girls on the street. It's like, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I was, it's like, I was not going to, I had to get smart about money. 
And I believe when you make a commitment, like a down to your toes commitment, like no back out commitment, the universe revolves to help you reach your goal. So I, I was trying to read about money. I was trying to take classes. I was trying to learn and my eyes would glaze over. My brain would fog up. And one day I got a call. I was hired. I was a journalist writing for the San Francisco Business Times. And I was hired as a freelance project to interview women who were smart with money. And those interviews changed my life. I not only saw how you go from being ignorant to smart about money, because no one pops out of the womb knowing about finances. I wrote my first book, Prince Charming Isn't Coming, How Women Get Smart About Money. And I became very smart myself. And I've been managing my money ever since. And But I couldn't make it. So I decided to interview women who were making lots of money. And I wrote my next book, Secrets of Six-Figure Women. And I started making six figures twice what I ever made before I even finished writing the book. And I wrote my Overcoming Under Earning. And then I wrote my most recent book, Sacred Success. So primarily, I'm a writer. But what I saw is I was trained as a therapist. And I put those two together and started seeing a need to do financial education for women. And it just kind of grew out of my books. And my business started with speaking and then because of my background as a therapist, I started doing financial coaching. And so that is my business. I do financial coaching for women. I do workshops. I do classes. Uh, and I do um, speaking. Wow. What a beautiful story that you've just shared with us because there's a lot of lessons to to be learned from there. And I love that you shared that one because more often it stems from our own experience. And now you you um, expanded that one to others by coaching or educating uh, women about finances because this is an area that I'm sure a lot of us uh, can, uh, uh, can learn from because I myself, I didn't grow up learning about money. I'm really good at spending, but the saving part, <laughs> I'm really bad at. So this is an area that I'm sure I would I could learn a lot more. And uh, thanks to you and the people who are uh, experts on this area, because now we we can learn from you. We don't have to take this one as not going to be like a, a big hurdle for all uh, for for all of us for most of us. So great that you have this niche out there. Now, what continues to inspire you doing this business? In my latest book, Sacred Success. A Course in Financial Miracles. I have a line in there. And the line is, in our deepest pain lies our highest purpose. And because I went through so much pain and suffering around money, that continues to inspire me because I know the exhilarating feeling of overcoming that stress and realizing it doesn't take a lot of time to get smart about money. It doesn't take a lot of money to create wealth. It's never too late to begin. And knowing the pure joy that comes from understanding money, and it's not about money. Here's the thing. It's not about money. It's about power. And I really believe, and this is the whole theme of Sacred Success, my latest book, the whole it's not a, my 
my belief is that women have so much trouble making and managing money, not because of money, not at all. It's because of their ambivalence or fear of power. And I think there's no better way to disempower ourselves than by neglecting or ignoring our money or under-earning. Because there is something every time I work with a woman, every time I speak with anyone who is who has overcome that, who has finally gotten financially financially savvy, financially responsible, they always say the same thing. They always say, Barbara, I feel so powerful. And so to help women step into their power, to become leaders in their home, in their places of work, in their wherever they are, to have that confidence, that, that motivates me. Wow, I love the phrase, in our deepest pain lies our own purpose. Wow, it really speaks deep. And I love that you have shared that one with us because yes, I agree with you. I'm sure a lot of women, you know, especially in this in this, uh, in this area, in this financial area. And yes, it's money. It's not just about money. It, it, it's about what it represents, about power. And, and, and you know, with, with, the, with you when you said about inspiring other women or helping Helping women step into their power and not have money to disempower them about money. Wow, that must be a great uh, inspiration of what, what a compelling vision that one is as well. And um, totally, um, I'm on board with you with that one. So thanks for sharing. But I'd love for you to share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from. Um. I think I was born to be an entrepreneur. I, uh, I was born to. I have tremendous amount of self-initiative. Like if I want to do something, <laughs> it may take me a long time. I wanted to write a book for a long time. It took me seven years to write my first book. It took me seven years to write this last book. And I've written seven books. So it's like I, I, you really need to be determined. And I am. And, and I love that about me. Um, and I'm very... And I, I am so, I so, I'm very spiritual. And that's why I'm so proud of my latest book because Sacred Success, it combines spirituality and finances. And for me, this has been a very spiritual journey. And I really believe that I, I believe in God, but whatever you call it, God put me on this planet for a purpose. Gave me a very wealthy, successful father, gave me a very sick gambling husband. And my purpose is to help other women. And so I just feel so purpose-driven and so determined. And the third thing I have that really makes a difference, I have a lot of support. I learned early on, you can't do this alone. So I had this philosophy that I only do what I love doing and I delegate everything else. And I delegate it to people who love doing what I don't like to do. So my life really works with that. And, and it feels very balanced. 
Wow. So self-initiative or self-determination, being uh, purpose-driven and having the support system or the ability to delegate tasks that you want others to do that you are not good at or you don't want to do, that's really important. And the good news is these qualities that Barbara just shared with us, we can all cultivate and adapt them in our lives and in our business building activities as well. And this is the thing about business. You don't need to be brilliant in business, but you need to have good teachers. So I've had good coaches and good teachers, and I've had good people working with me who have taught me a lot. Wow, that's a great lesson there. I mean, you don't need to be good at business, but you have to be good at finding mentors or coaches or experts that can teach you. Yes, I truly, truly agree with you with that one. I'm totally on board with you with that because without my mentor, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Far, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I'm big on finding that mentor, finding that coach to help you get to where you want to go. Now, I'd love for you to talk about work-life balance because being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Let me tell you, I did a crummy job at the beginning. I did a really crummy job. And because in the beginning, I didn't begin. This was not my first business, working with women and money. My first business was as a career coach. And my children were small. And I was not allowed to work growing up. My father didn't believe women should work. And so I was all excited to be free and I had a baby and I was going to work and I was going to set the world on fire and I really needed to prove myself. And I was so busy proving myself that my first two daughters saw very little of me. So I wasn't, I wasn't very balanced at all. And by the time I had my third daughter, 12 years after I had my first one, I really figured it out and I stopped trying to prove myself and really started looking at what brings me joy, what really lights me up. And that's where I really learned about delegating. That's where I really learned about balance, that balance always, it's (laughs) never steady. You're always going off balance to go back in balance. But um, I feel really bad. I mean, I told my my, my daughters, they're now grown, but I told them when they graduate college financially, they're on their own, but I'll always pay for their therapy because <laughs> I'm the one that screwed them up because I was never there. So I, I don't know how to tell someone how to have good balance, except you, I finally figured it out, found my own. And I'm very balanced now. Yes, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners you know, struggle with, I mean, relate with it because I struggle with this work-life balance myself, but there are ways to deal with it. And I love that you mentioned about learning how to delegate or delegating tasks because that frees up some of your time to do the things that you enjoy, do the things that brings you joy, do the things that you, other people can do better or that you don't, you don't like doing. So it's really important to learn to delegate and or outsource some of the tasks that you have building 
in your business. Great takeaway there. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Long, long ago, when I was starting this business, I had a coach. And my first session with her, she was a business coach. And the first session with her, she had me doing an exercise that I actually put in my latest book, Sacred Success. And the exercise was to divide your life into seven categories, like, you know, work, family, social, physical, mental, spiritual. And what do you want in each of these categories? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? And what do you want to have? And so she gave this to me, and I remember I said to her, but I thought we were doing going to do a business plan. And she said to me, Barbara, this is a business plan. And that really helped me see that my life is my business, and my business is a part of my life. So to me, success comes from knowing each of those areas of my life I pay attention to and be, do, and have as much as I can. And success is very much, I mean, I I feel very financially successful, but I don't think if I was financially successful without having impact, it would mean anything to me. To me, success is impact. When I can have people emailing me and writing me and Facebooking me and saying, thank you, you changed my life. That's success. Wow, I love your perspective on success and I agree with you. I mean, success at the end of the day is knowing that what we're putting out there is impacting other people's lives or it's making a difference in their lives. You know, when we are receiving those great feedbacks from our our clients, from our customers, that what we're putting out there or what we are putting out there for them or helping them because that's just the joy of putting something out there that you know is valuable because people start start to say thank you to you they appreciate what you're putting out there they you know they let, they're letting you know that you have made a difference in their lives i truly believe that that's the true essence of success as well of course we are in business to be profitable to sustain our business but at the end of the day what barbara just shared with us is i truly believe is the true essence of success great perspective there now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be especially to those who want to follow your footsteps you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck what types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Well, the first one, no doubt, without doubt, 
is be strategic. And what that means is keep one eye on your big vision, but keep the other eye on your bottom line. Because I think what trips women up so much is they are so passionate and excited about their business and they've got great ideas and they pour their heart and soul into it and all their money because they see it as an investment. But the problem is when that they, they overextend themselves financially and then they don't have the energy, the creativity, the excitement to keep that business going. So my father taught me something very, very, and he did not believe a woman should work. So he didn't teach me this for business. But he, when he would talk about his business, he said, you always start very small and very frugally, and you never put any more money in than you have. You never, never go into debt. Um, best advice I could have gotten. And that's what I've learned from interviewing women who make six and seven figures. It's very, very important to really look at your bottom line, to look at ways to cut costs, ways to maximize your profits, ways when things aren't working to know when to cut them loose and stop pouring more money into a dead horse. And so I, I really, really believe in watching my overhead. And that has served me very well. And if that's the only advice anyone ever t- took away from this call, they'd be well served. Um, and not only pay attention to the bottom line of your business, but your personal too. Be sure you have a really good, um, you, you have enough savings so that if you hit a low point, you don't have to go into debt because nothing Nothing drains our soul, our energy, our creativity quicker than spiraling debt. Um, So that's the first, second, and third thing I would say. And then the second thing is just surround yourself with people who are smarter than you in areas you're not real smart in. Wow, I was so hooked into listening to all the words that you've just shared because those are huge nuggets of wisdom and uh, tips that we can take action on today. So uh, let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to be strategic. I love when you said about have one eye on your vision and the other on your bottom line. You really stress that enough to start small, stay frugal, and to... if can avoid it not to get into debt because I truly believe also that, that what drains us uh, in our creativity, in, in, in what we can expand ourselves with is being in debt, having that stress because of that. So, and so I can't stress that enough. And of course, to surround yourself with people um, that are in the same uh, in line with you that are, are moving in the same direction as you like-minded people for example both online and offline we have access to people or to support system that we can tap into so it's important to surround ourselves um with the, the, those kind of people great takeaways here so i'll make sure yeah, to can have i say them. something else can i say mm-hmm. something else absolutely on the first monday of every month i do a free call called money monthly money monday and you can go to my website, Barbara Stanny, to sign up. But what I've done is create a very large community of women that we get together the first Monday of every month 
and we talk about money. The U.S. questions, I respond, other people. Then it's turned into a very large Facebook group called Money Monday, which is on Facebook. Anywhere in the world, I have people all over the world calling in and going on Facebook to talk about money, to get just like the questions you're asking me, we are asking each other on the Facebook page and on, on the call. Wow, that's a great resource. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. So that's your monthly Money Monday. And where can people sign up for that or have, uh, get, for, get to the call? If they would sign up on my website, just give me your email. We will send you the, an email every month when it's coming up. And I'm also giving, I also give free calls every once in a while too. I have one coming up in January 21st. Okay. So we always do free calls and we, we do lots of classes, but, but the important thing is I want women to start talking openly and freely about money. So get on my website, give me your email address and we will send you the information. Yeah, so that's that's at barbarastani.com. And from there, you can sign up, especially for this free call that Barbara is uh, uh, is having every Mondays because we can all learn from this. I'm definitely going to jump into it myself as well. So that, oh, that, I love that. Yes, that's barbarastani.com. Now, I'd love for you to talk about a, a little about your book and what's one big benefit that our listeners can get with your book and with your product. And then uh, we'll end from there. Well, I have many books, <laughs> but my newest is my, it, it's my new baby, my favorite. And this book was hard for me to write, as I mentioned earlier, because for me, financial success has been both a practical process, but also a very spiritual journey. And I've never really been forthright about that in public. I talk about it a lot in my, my seminars to my my fans and followers but in this book i really come in out of the closet so to speak and i even coined a word for this for this process it's called metaphysical metaphysical and that is combining the practical with the spiritual in regards to money and i think something happens when you bring conversations about the divine into the conversations about the almighty dollar that makes the process a healing journey so much richer because in order to become financially successful, it forces you to become all you can be and do what you're on this planet to do. And that's what sacred success is all about. It's, it's, it's yes, we want to have a profit motive, but the real motive, once a woman is financially stable, once she can put food on the table and a roof over her head, she's no longer motivated by money, by and large. What motivates us is the opportunity to help others. And sacred success, my definition, is pursuing your soul's purpose, which you're here to do, pursuing your soul's purpose for your own bliss and the benefit of others while being richly rewarded. And so while we want to make a profit, that's not the primary goal of sacred success. The primary goal is greatness. And greatness means, it, there, there's, this, there's this quote by Fred Buchner that describes greatness. And to paraphrase that, what, greatness is when your deep gladness, doing what you love to do, meets the world's deep hunger. And that 
is what sacred success is all about. Really living a life of greatness and leaving a legacy that you are proud of. All right. And then they can get this one from your website or is it available on Amazon as well? Yeah, everywhere. Okay, so it's everywhere. So that's uh, barbarastani.com. I'd love for you to hop in there, check on her books, check on her products and services that she's uh, putting out there and also to be on her mailing list so you can be updated when she has this free call, especially the mon- monthly Monday, Money Mondays. And uh, again, that link is barbarastani.com. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes and she has a whole bunch of resources and books that there that are going to are really helpful and I myself going to jump into it as well. Again, go there now at barbarastani.com. Be on her mailing list and let's join the community on her Mon- Money Mondays monthly call. Again, that link is barbarastani.com. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Barbara Stani, or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, that link is barbarastani.com. Barbara, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.